everybody. Hi. Happy 4th of July. I know we are recording this a couple days in advance, but uh, we are What's on Joe Mine. We are a fan cast of the world of G.I. Joe. I'm your host, Mike Irizarry. Uh, joining me here, the usual suspects. He is the former head of marketing for the G.I. Joe brand at Hasbro. It's the hot show, Mark Weber. That's right. Coming to you live from Bend, Oregon, heaven on earth, where they have everything you could ever want except fireworks banned in the city of Bend for the second straight year because the forest fire uh, index is way too high. Right. So, that's probably for the best. Yeah, they do. There's a there's a bump in the middle of Bend called Pilot Butte, and that's where the city fireworks go off. And every year they burn down one side of the butte. So I think eventually uh, it used to be like as the wind went, like you never knew which side of the butte was going to burn down. <laughs> And then they, because it's like, it's pretty tall and you can go to the top. There's like a curling road that goes up to it. So it was always fun to watch the fireworks, then the fire. Then you could watch the firens winding their way up to it to try to <laughs> save the town. Yeah. Finally, they just, you know what? This is bad for, that's pretty outdoors as you get. This is just bad for nature. We can't keep doing this. We're just going to always point them south. And we'll right. just burn that side forever. Just and that's what they do. Yeah. They just scorch that one side every year. So it's can't so wait. Earth. I'll send you guys a picture of Pilot Butte on fire because it's it's a Ben tradition. <laughs> and he is uh, rescued for, with the long weekend from a, an endless series of meetings on what's, what's going to happen next with Rack Time. It's Rack Time Rob. Hi. What is going to happen next with Rack Time? I don't know. You tell me, man. Anyways, uh, until December. Sure, sure. We got, we got, we got time. We got time. You, you got Void Rivals. Come on. When a Joe shows up in Void Rivals, I'll consider it a Joe comic. Fair enough. Jetfire don't count. Fair he's, enough. He's one of them robots. I love Jetfire doing his best white rabbit impression, right? He's like, they bring him back to life, and he's like, holy shit, gotta go. Boom. Tell <laughs> <laughs> you later. <laughs> okay, I guess that I'm was just here to let you know Transformers coming soon. I guess <laughs> that was that was Decepticon Jetfire. Okay, he's he's uh might as well just have a T-shirt on saying Transformers <laughs> available October. Transformers number did, one coming in October least, by Daniel Warren. Did, I'm just saying at least he didn't kill the two you know Astro pilots that he abandoned on that rock. Good for you, showing her straight Decepticon Jetfire. It's our boy. Yep. He's going to slap that Autobot symbol on himself and just going to suddenly go, oh, crap. Right. <laughs> Word on that's going to get back to Optimus. And he's going to be like, no, Prime, that was Skyfire. Right. You can tell. He, he's got goatee. Unless it's movie Optimus, in which case Jetfire will fly him back there so Optimus can kill them. <laughs> yeah. He'll get promoted because they left some humans for Optimus to kill. Mm. Anyhow, uh, we are here now. Uh, we're we're not going to be live tonight on the team stream. It's a it's a Tuesday. The July Fourth is on a Tuesday, uh, and and usually on the the night of July Fourth, most of you are busy. Mm. Uh, you know that's the rumor. Mark Mark's entire town is out fighting fires, fire, and, <laughs> and most of us are are out watching fireworks. So we are not going to do a live Tuesday night team stream this week. We figure it's a, a happy vacation for us after the the crazy hectic mess that was Yojo June. And if you think that uh, Wednesday morning 
live streams from Hasbro Pulse did not mess with our Tuesday night prep schedule. You and I need to have a talk. Yeah. Uh, that was uh, that was a rough month from a show standpoint. So we're we're happy it's over, and so we're we're here to celebrate that. We're here to celebrate Cobra Convergence seventh seven. We're here to to celebrate July fourth uh, with with some of the greatest July fourth media of all time, and that is of course GI Joe the movie from nineteen eighty seven. Uh, we're gonna sit here and do a watch along. Woohoo! So we'll uh, we'll see what happens. Let's uh, we'll we'll if if you're catching this before they take it down, more power to you. Thanks for coming <laughs> up. Uh, be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel, uh, visit our coffee links down below for our legal defense fund, and uh, and do all those cool YouTube things. We'll be back with another episode of the Team Stream next Tuesday on what are that the eleventh? Yes. Is yeah. that a holiday? No. No. I no, it's not even Bastille we, Day. Yeah, we may be we may be doing it live from San Quentin, but <laughs> right, it'll well, be a we'll good have, show. <laughs> locked up in Marion with all the other death row inmates. We'll be run, doing the show on our phones, running. Right? Hey, welcome right. to the show. So uh, let me go ahead and bring the bring the uh, the movie up, and we'll we'll get started. I hope there's three. Mm -hmm. Okay, where are we? Get the get that volume down a little bit. That turning the volume down may be what saves us from from the the terrible Hasbro Sunbow team of lawyers. I guess they're estate lawyers. I don't know. I don't know what it's called anymore. No, I, I think you're dead wrong. The first people to sue us will be Harmony Gold. They're like they said jet fire three times. <laughs> <laughs> Those bastards. <laughs> Those motherfuckers. Just as we were about to relaunch Robotech, uh, yeah. And, and it's uh, it's I know people are watching this so we can be funny, but it's a tough one to be funny right out of the gates because we, of course, have the greatest three minutes and thirty seconds of GI Joe animation ever. Right, it's all downhill from here, folks. Right, just to kick this thing off. And 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 speaking of somebody, when I was a kid. I didn't care for this movie that much. It's grown on me as I've gotten older, right? Like when I was a kid, I took all this a hell of a lot more seriously than I do now. Right. Like I'm open, I'm far more open to interpretation as an adult than I was as a child when this was the most important thing in my life. Full stop. Yeah. That Cobra, that uh, CG right there, he's got fists of fists of fury, man. Remember, the, remember uh, when Hasbro made that three-pack with the camera in it, with the right TV station on the side and everything? That was awesome. Yeah, yeah that, that, I, I wonder who was in charge Wait, of that. that. Wasn't that a mass? Was that a mass device first, and then we reused it in the three-pack? Everybody, uh, just a, a moment of silence. I think so. A moment of silence for Short Fuse. We just saw his one appearance in the movie. Good to see you. Right. Now, well, I heard he was... I heard he was really pissed about his limited uh, use in the film. <laughs> oh man, that guy died. I don't care how many times we saw parachutes. That guy just died. Look, we I saw the vipers. We saw him bust out of there, but you know he's just fallen to his doom. <laughs> or it was his corpse falling out of the chair. I don't know. Was that ripcord with a jump pack on? It was. Yes. He had to be so goddamn confused. <laughs> I should be falling. 
Right. This ain't how it works. We need to I should be, be slowly lending. falling. You need to be lending it to Alpine there. Like everybody's on jetpacks, but no, not Alpine. I'm gonna He's getting he's getting his shoulders ripped out of his sockets by grappling onto a fire bat. Right. I'm gonna I, whoosh around on a grappling hook like freaking Batman. Freedom had a had a terrible sunburn going there, but okay. Is, it, it is one of the great sequences just watching your favorite Joe's clean house for about 30 yeah, seconds there. Pretty good. You forget all the forget all the physics bending you know stuff that comes before and afterwards but i mean legit it's the best any sort of entertainment this brand has ever had right is this 90 seconds or so i'll put it up against anything else they've ever done ever right give me four minutes better than this yeah it doesn't exist not during this movie as much as people like to trash retaliation and such, right? That Snake Eyes Storm Shadow hallway fight, pretty goddamn ridiculous, right? But yeah. it's, oh, the it, fight on the mountain? Yeah, there's, and the mountain fight, absolutely. There's but Ninja this, Mountain. Oh, man. And Don Johnson at that point, he's a big pole. Red hot. Yeah. That's hotter than Nash Bridges, Don Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Who was uh who was Tubbs? They couldn't get him. Philip Michael Thomas was Philip Michael Thomas. Yeah. He was, he was I, out. I remember when when Miami Vice was ruling television, they did an interview with Philip Michael Thomas because he hadn't done much before. Nobody knew much about him. And right. it was like Rolling Stone or somebody or people did a big cover article on him and they called it the ego has landed. <laughs> <laughs> So he, well. was, he, he was smelling his own armpits back then, let me tell you. Yeah, I was uh saw the credit there for a friend of the program, Buzz Dixon. We 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 love Buzz. We love his movie. We're glad he was here to to make this watchable as opposed to whatever horrors were instilled on it in the original script. Looking at uh Joe Bacall there as explained by uh, Kirk Bazigian once when I, I got to ask him at a panel, I raised my hand and he said, yes, Mark. And I'm like, that's awesome. I'll take that. Um, uh, but he said that's where Lady J came from. It was an odd to Joe Bacall's wife. Yes. And I never knew where Lady J had come from. Also, for the record, if you've ever been introduced to Kirk Bazigian, he remembers your name. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think it was. Wow, I'm special. I just thought it was awesome. No, no, no I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not dumping on your story. I'm just saying that 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 is a strange but true fact about Kirk Bazigi and the man's ability yeah. to to handle names is just otherworldly. I mean, he's he's on my Mount Rushmore. He should be on. I think everybody's Mount Rushmore with Joe. So, yeah, that was that was a cool bit. I dug that. There we got our our menagerie of cobras, many of whom making their only appearance in the film. Yeah, like Storm Shadow. That's it for Storm Shadow. That's all, that's the end for Major Blood. He doesn't pop up again after this. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but the the snakes moving around on his shoulders there that did not happen during the series. It's just in this movie, right? Um, you know, I'll be honest. I I I can't say for certain. I'm it pretty sure it probably popped up here or there, like. But because I can't see them wanting to animate this on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like 
I that's just it. I'm sure it happened in a big moment here or there, but I can't say for certain that that's the case. So I know the snake javelin thing is something new for this movie. Yeah. Spoilers. Not not terribly effective, but okay. Right. And 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 you could say never seen again, but there's a lot of things that were never seen again. Thankfully, one of those things was Cobra Love. Man, you, you could argue that with Deke picking up the series a couple years later, one of those things was quality animation. <laughs> right. yeah, that too, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, but, you can't say that Cobra Law was that damaging, even though I never cared for it and I, I always thought it No, it was basically I mean the, it was basically it it came and went. It was Yeah. Didn't linger. I think yeah. the the like Mike mentioned, right? The the changing of the animation house at all. Well, it was probably going to be bad. But the fact that it went from really good to really rotten. That uh, hardly, I don't know if you could say anything more damaged the brand than that swap. Yes and no. I, I mean, yeah. it, it it's one of those where we, we have the benefit of hindsight and we always did, right? Um, we, we saw Sunbow and we saw this, this great cartoon that was, you know, reasonably intelligently written and and taken care of and they, they they spent a lot of a lot of time on it and and then we saw what what came later with deke and i i hate to distract from the great pythona sequence here which is again the best thing about cobra law yeah this this pythona sequence um where she's just cleaning house on a whole yeah yeah um, she's close she's clothesline that guy but you know, I, I think part of part of our distaste for Deke is that we're just old enough to to have seen better. But man, that Deke show—I mean, we're old enough to have seen better from Deke, right? That that Deke show propped up GI Joe in the '90s. Like GI Joe had some really good sales years in the '90s, and that was almost entirely the Deke cartoon showing up on the USA Cartoon Express, right? Like the, there were yeah. fans. It it doesn't hold up compared to its older brother, but it it did hold it did carry the torch for a while, and we do owe it we do owe it some some credit for that. I mean, I know a lot of it's. Go ahead. Mechanic guys need a figure. Yeah, true. Uh, you would think uh, Super Seven would get on that, right? Right. Do they get movie? Uh, did they have carte blanche with the movie too, or was it just? Uh, I haven't the seen them do series? anything from the movie. You would you think, think they would have by now if they had it, but because they 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 are mining deep and smartly, I think into what we know they can they have access to. But for me, right. and uh, this was as a kid who just nuts for Joe, I got out of collecting a little bit after the movie. I uh, just aged out of the, of toys in general myself. But what I learned later on as a brand manager was you are going to lose the kids out of toys at some point, but you yeah. can keep them involved in the brand with entertainment and games, right? Video games, you know, way back when, there's, and now more likely apps, right? There's no way that guy survived that. No, he's, that right. guy's done. But I remember as a kid who wasn't buying Joe anymore, when the cartoon came up on Deke, I gave it one shot and I went, that's awful. I guess I'm done with G.I. Joe and was for quite a while. Other than the comic, the comic was still going, right? Right. I never gave up on the comic, but that's as 
that's as far away as I fell off of Joe. You know, so that's not true. I, I actually did get out of the comic in the low hundreds. So I would argue that maybe I'm too harsh on Deke because it helped drive me away as a fan. But I, there has to be a, a chunk of kids, growing up kids, who were like me. Who, when they right. saw how subpar it was, went, okay, yeah. I guess. I guess I'm too old for this now. If yeah. it had been good, I'd have kept watching. You bet. Right. Like, like the, the, the Sunbow series stayed in syndication for a number of years. Like, it was still on weekday afternoons or weekday mornings. And, and so I, I think, it, I think like, if you're 40 now, that's kind of your cutoff line. But I, there's plenty of Joe fans that are younger than 40 that really dig the stuff that came out after yeah. this movie. And that's that's the Deke show. That's that's the legacy there. They they did create some fans. Yeah, that's fair. Like, that was like me in college running into Beast Wars on television, and you're going, <laughs> "Oh, geez, there's new Transformers stuff." And look, it's that cool new computer animation that's cutting edge, which it was at the time. And then I watched a little of it and went, "Oh my god, this is garbage!" Right? But for <laughs> kids who and a, a guy said this on a message board once said, "UG1ers." make fun of the Beast Wars fans all the time. But it was my debut into the world of Transformers. Yeah. And it'll always be my favorite. And right. no one will ever convince me otherwise. And I went, okay, that's fair. Not pictured is uh, Serpentor's third snake wiggling around. Ew. Hello. Hey that one that one all he can straighten that one too. Oh, oh. that's but and, Duke's gonna but Duke's and gonna we're be definitely Duke's gonna be fine. Oh, we geez. thought it killed. We thought it killed Duke, but he's he's okay. Hey, Packrats! Ma many of your favorite Joes, one cameo appearance. Look at the Wilsonification of Quick Kick in the full parka and snow year now. What happened? Who sold out? You leave Quick Kick alone, man. He's just tired. Of <laughs> Quick Kick had to leave Hollywood. And sell out to join the military. Well, he's not working for any sleazebag producers anymore. So you know. Yes. And and he got a jacket because his nipples fell off. Check out Dalton, Eugene, Oregon. One of two Joes from Oregon. Well, let's find out if we've wasted. He's the important one. Hey, easy now. This thing works. Could be the key to the world's energy. That other guy's only from Bend. They don't even have a taco. Right. <laughs> so this is the BET, but Pete Rose is nowhere to be found. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Lady J's gonna have a question for HR. Yeah, right. I didn't like the pack rats. They didn't do much for me. They broke pretty easy. They were the first, I think, flimsy toy. Yeah, they, they were okay. I, I, I didn't find a place for them either. Like they didn't excite me a whole lot either. Yeah. I know Rob had one of them growing up, and it was just kind of like, eh, here it is. Which one did you have, Rob? I think it was the machine gun. Yeah, it just, uh, they were fine. I get them. Like, they, they make, they're, they're one of the things that makes more sense today than it did in 1985. Yeah. But, uh, again, there's more Havocs than Joes, and they are apparently filled with, with hydrogen. Uh, as the slightest laser blast renders them explosive. I love that Snow Job was just going, I'm totally going so fast! Oh, fuck! 
the havoc was always miscast, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not the Rolling Thunder, but it's the JV Rolling Thunder, right? It should have been Hell on Wheels. Sure, sure. I, I always thought of the Havoc more as not an upgrade for the Mauler. These guys should still be driving around in Maulers, frankly, because those were still on the shelf. Mm. I always thought of the Havoc as being the next generation slugger. Okay. Just from the way it looks, I mean, you got the exposed driver and all that stuff. It's got the big cannons that are obviously long-range weapons. It, yeah. it back of it folds out into a little mini base. Like that's not a frontline vehicle. That is a that is a support vehicle, you know. Yeah, with the reconnaissance I, thing yeah. out of the back. I get yeah. That. So I, I always felt like the havoc was miscast as as something that uh, would be in this particular type of fight. I like that even here in the, in the animation, they have the drivers, the guys in the canopy, sitting up like they should have been. That whole laying down driver. Yeah, thing, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's another thing about the havoc I didn't like. I was like, everybody's laying down. Yeah, yeah. and I, I know they had to do it given the brick of deep six for the shark. But that right. really hurt the shark too. And well, obviously, but here's here's snow job laying down. Right, right. I, I it saved a lot of space on the toy. That's for sure. For uh, this one, the shark and havoc. The havoc. Couldn't you have just re retooled those seats to have the guy leaning back? Yeah, it, it makes it a little taller. You know, you I got guess, you got the wheels under the front under that front canopy, so it makes it tougher to 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 you know you got you suddenly you're squeezing the space on that. So no, I get I get laying it down for the toy. I guess maybe it would have looked weird if the feet were the first thing you saw looking at it straight on, right? But I just eh, that always bugged me about the havoc and the shark. Like Especially I, as many times a lot more. <laughs> as many times as they re-released the shark without that deep six, it felt like they could have sunk the Thule into refixing that cockpit for one yeah. sit-up pilot, right? Hey, here's these things you can't get on the shelf anymore, and they're gonna save the day. <laughs> you suck havocs. Here's our flamethrower pack rat. Ooh, Polar Motor Viper. Haven't seen that. It is the uh, the the crowning achievement of the pack rats right here. Next year's HasLab. Oh. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Head trauma for Duke again. Delivered by Jaime the Robot. Uh, Jaime the Robot was uh, Dick Gautier, the voice of Serpentor. That was his role on Get Smart back in the day. For everybody who's wondering what the hell Racktime Rob is talking about, <laughs> right? As we usually are. I assumed it was a Batman reference. No. Hey, he, he's, a, he's a guy who probably should have been somewhere on that old Batman series. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this guy with the big cobra head and the snakes around his shoulders, which Spider Man is he? That is uh, Cobra Spider Man. Spider Man. Yeah. Right. Fair enough. Spider-Man from the world where the Serpent Society took over. I love that bit. Baroness is like, let's save him, Cobra! Now retreat! What are you, nuts? That's Cobra. That, That's spot that on. Bastard. That's, he, he is on point. He's, he's on. He is so hot to get out of there, he's going to yeah. ride with Dreadnoughts. No, no, no. He's riding with Soundwave, player. That's a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> he's got little buddies. What do you think Cobra Commander and Thrasher were talking about? 
over that length of that drive. Yeah. Cobra's through. What do we do? Uh, I hate it, but we gotta split the force. You don't hate it, Duke. Come on. Everybody gets a everybody gets more camera time. Yeah, you're gonna split the force. And I bet Scarlet's on your team and Snake Eyes is on the other. Yeah, this is uh we, we're sending off a a large portion of everybody's favorite Joes off to be forcibly detained for the length of the movie. For the length of this movie. So Josh, you're the Arctic specialist. You get the low crawl vehicle. Right. <laughs> Snake Eyes, Lady J, Dusty. Yeah. Well, we'll see you guys. Thanks for stopping by. Shipwreck, bye. Roadblock. Good job. Where's your havoc? Uh, it kind of blew up. Roadblock, we're not done with Roadblock. Yeah, we we're not done with Roadblock. Not a lot left with Roadblock yet, so I can't criticize that. But, but you know, this isn't a spot where we, we're not sending Zap on this mission, you know? I like that Snow Job's havoc blew up, so we got downgraded. Right. <laughs> Like this isn't something where we're sending toll booth. This is the, we got to send the important Joes, the Joes that we're here Polar to. Durant. Lady J is on the fucking promotional poster. <laughs> Look at Polar Zorana. very nice. Polar Xandar covered up right. his chest. I, I like how the Redhawks still lack sleeves. Xandar had sensitive nipples. Sleeves are for squares. Ain't no lie. I love the fly. No, that's Stalker. Road, roadblock is somebody's worst nightmare right there. Just dude, yeah. dude on a hover sled with a giant machine gun. He does not care. Who's uh, who's uh, driving that hover sled while well, you got both hands on that Madus, by the way? He just he just makes it work with shifting his body weight around. It's like he's surfing. Yeah. He's freaking roadblock. Just Don't driving with me. his knees. Oh, here you go. Right. This is how you get a new heel over in a territory, right? Right. Immediately, right. you have him take down one of the main good guys. Oh, here's the Adam Rich's uh, portion of the show. Yeah. Right. I mean, quick kick, snake eyes, and snow job all going down in about oh. Dude, he just ate that ladder. That he did. Which is inbounds in Fenway Park, by the way. Yes, of course. Eating the ladder? I mean, I haven't a, been there, so I don't know the quality of the concessions. It's pretty, it's pretty lousy, let me tell you. Snowjob, father havoc. <laughs> well, now that Quick Kick is, uh, you know, getting dentures. Yeah, now right? Quick Kick is applying for the dental plan. Right. I didn't expect him to throw Quick Kick off the top of the cage, but wow, pretty cool. Oh no. <laughs> I yeah. think he's caught in the treads. Oh wait, no, he isn't. Yeah, this is this is stretching things perhaps a bit. Yeah. No, no, no. I I, I wanted to see Snowjob face Braun Strowman. I, I mean, considering considering Sergeant Slaughter's going to wrestle that guy one on one in in a little bit, uh, maybe having him bench press a, a heavy artillery vehicle is a bit much. But remember, we've seen Sergeant Slaughter punch through brick walls, so. Oh, the backhand, the disrespect. His his head should be landing right about now. Yeah. That's how strong he is. I like that Arctic Ripper is kind of fashionable. Good for him cleaning up his game in his 40s. Right. Oh, no. 
Dylan I, takes the powder. I, I think a lot of what the folks that just hate Cobra Law, I think part of it is that it, it was last, right? There was we never got to see what came next out of Sunbow. And yeah. I, I know I know Deke is supposed to be the same story, right? But it's not. Um, yeah, no. So I, I think it, what bothers folks about Cobra Law the most is that it wasn't just another, it wasn't just a weird chapter in in the story of GI Joe for them. It was the last chapter. Like these are the the penultimate boss here. You know, these are these are the guys who are just at the end of the video game. So I, I think if we had gotten to see season three, and as we know, you know, if if you do the the homework there, the coil was supposed to be a, a separate faction started by. Uh, Serpentor and Dr. Mindbender. And uh, so we have a little bit more, you know, intrigue there with the bad guys and Cobra Law didn't really figure into it. I think if that had happened, we would all feel better about Cobra Law. Yeah. Well, and just some of it that uh, Pythona is, is the, one of the coolest characters. I mean, there aren't many, right? She was cool and they did her right in this movie and they didn't make a figure. Right. They didn't have to make. They didn't have to give the royal guard an annoying, weird, uh, you know, yodeling sound effect or a butter knife sword, like. <laughs> and Galobulus was an unplayable toy. You couldn't do anything with that toy. So how else, how else are you gonna margarine up that toast, man? Come on. Just saying. But uh, you get to see Flint. Lifeline and Iceberg take a powder here, but to their credit, they never get captured in this movie. That puts them on a very short list. Wasn't I, now Iceberg was at the Statue of Liberty, right? Clearly, sure. I remember him back to back with somebody shooting, but he wasn't on the he wasn't on the polar mission. He was. was Everybody he? was on the polar mission. Duke they, was on that polar mission. Yeah. Yeah, so they came I didn't, back. I didn't see Iceberg, but oh, whatever. He was there. And here, here is... Uh, Those are the guys who took Serpentor back. Yeah. This is, um, this, is, this is where I got to be in the movie. I'm the voice of Chuckles. Right. Uh, I had done such stellar work as the voice of Snake Eyes that they asked me back. Sorry, old joke. Old joke. I gotta say... As, For fans as, of the show who have been with us eight, nine, ten years. You yeah. all enjoy. It's a classic. Uh, and for those of you who haven't been who joined us in the last three, oh, I don't know, four years, may not know that I'm the king of the lazy bastard custom. And let me <laughs> say, I have got a lot of use out of Law's legs, right? Because they're just a good, solid military color with real boots. And yeah, a salute. I imagine you'd also get, get good use out of Beachhead's legs if but, they but, in one piece. Yeah, but not as crotch, right? And No. The, cur the curtains have to match the carpet, pretty much. Thankfully, you've got Sergeant Slaughter's crotch for that. <laughs> Who knew that Thunder was the real world heavyweight champion? <laughs> I had even for forgotten that I did that. That the my my Thunder figure broke his crotch, and there weren't that many guys with Joe's with black pants, so I sacrificed Sergeant Slaughter and brought over the waist with a bright white belt. Can, can I wax poetic on movie Beachhead here for a minute? Oh yeah, cartoon Beachhead, I should say. I I I I don't care for the the general summation that oh he's kind of a jerk. 
I mean, not really. Yeah. Look, look, Beachhead's one of the guys in charge of this outfit, and so he he's he's charged with keeping a tight ship on God forbid America's premier fighting force. Uh, here he is trying to train guys to be ready for anything. They are clearly listening to him. Beachhead's a competitive guy. He's allowed to want to try to win. But at the end of the day, all the times where Beachhead is is thought to be a jerk, in quotes, wasn't he always right? Mm. Is that why people don't like him? I mean, he's still pretty popular, right? But he was one of the one of the few characters characterized on screen as being kind of a, a jerk. But you know, oh, it, the class of '86 was was full of those types of characters, right? Like wetsuit and leatherneck were were not pleasant, fuzzy characters. Yeah. Uh, Low light was kind of a gun nut. Lifeline uh, is lifeline. Um, so yeah. it was it was kind of going around in that 1986 edition, in that none of those guys were 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 particularly warm and cuddly characters. But it seems like Beachhead carries that worse than some of the others do, based on on fan recollection, and I don't think that's the case. I don't think that's true. Yeah. And did somebody uh, so, tell them that order is not supposed to be colored by timber? <laughs> now, now go in the way back machine for me, Mike. Flash is your favorite Joe from the from season, you know, season one, but not season one, year one, right? And Coming he carried Gates. carried that carried, carried the, that title until Beachhead, right? Yeah, kind of. Look, Beachhead is a he, he was very quickly close to the top of the list, right? But he, he took a little time to grow on me. I okay. dare say that Beachhead became my favorite in in part two of, of my collecting journey. Like, I was an okay. adult where I realized exactly how awesome this guy was. Okay, but so he was he was already in your in your main event, right? In your right. top five. Right. Okay. He, is in my, a- he is in my superstar faction. Okay. I was but, just wondering how how much baby Mike Irizarry went nuts when he saw Beachhead get a good amount of screen time here on the big screen. I mean, it was pretty cool. I, I kind of hoped that he got to be more of a hero, right? Again, because they're playing him as as kind of a mini boss for these rawhide characters. Pretty much, he he he's not. He's obviously not a bad guy, but he gets either played like a jerk or a fool. Now and, this this just makes no damn sense. Right. And this scene didn't help. Like as as bad as that is, Chuckles should have a James Bond line right now, right? Right. Chuckles should have a voice. Chuckles should yeah. have a line. I, you know, Even just... if that's his only line, if he goes, I don't know why they call it a missile, because I never miss. You'd be like, Oh, okay, the guy's kinda eh, why is that? Ugh. Like, if we're really casting Don Johnson in this movie, that's who Don Johnson should be. Chuckles. Because that's basically what he was on Miami Vice. Because that's exactly who who Chuckles was. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for American Gladiators. You know what? Jace is a pretty good gladiator name, right? But that would have have to be something else, right? Yeah, he'd, he'd have to be laser or yeah you know. was there a turbo i know there was a nitro yeah there was a turbo yeah all right he's, i thought that was a go 
Oh, it was, good call. It was, it was also a gobit, yes. Mike, quick, and don't use any reference material around you. How many extra clips does Beachhead have on his chest? Uh, five. Well, in the movie, it's five. Check the toy, though. You mean the one right in front of me that I looked in, at? In five. case you have one handy. He has five? Okay. I thought he had four. Five. Good, good effort, though. I thought there was four. Never, hey, and never bothered me seeing Beachhead take a dive to the ninja with the ninja weapons, though. That that that, that fine. you know that's fine. Yeah. And to we give got, them credit, early on they had the Crimson Guard run to the wall to get their weapons, and it was the right weapon, right? It was yeah. the, the assault rifle with the bayonet. So I, I dig that kind of stuff. I wish we saw that kind of stuff. They were pretty the good time. about. They were pretty good about that with the Crimson Guardsmen. And I don't know why it was always them that had the correct rifle and nobody else. Mm -hmm. But but if you if you go back through the Sunbow series, those Crimson Guards have the, the correct gun more often than they don't. You're a jerk, Falcon. Here's another guy who I, I feel our, our good friend Carson Metaxas, Falcon is his guy. Yeah. And, and, and you wonder I, how he is. But, like, you know, I just went off on Beachhead not getting good representation. Jesus Christ, can we please get Falcon right once? Because yeah. <laughs> not, not only is he a buffoon here, uh, he, he gets to be a reformed buffoon later. But, I mean, Deke, Deke made him a buffoon as well. Yeah, and yeah. a junkie. So. Yeah. And a junkie, yes. And, and the new classified figure made him a mutant. So... <laughs> Hey, look, and I and I don't kids, mean that. I don't mean that in the cool X Men sense of the no, word. No, his his mutant power is repelling other humans. <laughs> like I said, if you get one with a good paint job on the face, it's not that bad. His, his mutant power is consuming baby roots. I mean, the term the term lipstick on a pig comes to mind. Rob, I'll yeah. be honest with you. Yeah, that's that is the the silveriest of silver linings, Rob. I know. I'm just trying to help. It's probably still a better portrayal than he's getting right now. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, the 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 flimsy and and whimsical structure of the GI Joe command team. Yeah. Um, yeah. Laid bare. I also like I'm that an they officer put, and I'm pulling rank. They put the pit within 15 minutes drive of uh, the Dreadnoughts sitting at secret headquarters. Whoa! Yeah. Thrasher. Hands off the merchandise, Thrasher. Thrasher echoing the sentiments of many 12 year old dirtbags <laughs> alive at the time of this movie. I trust your mission was equally well executed. You took the film in my camera. That's our our good pal. Uh, you had you had the uh, Zorana, You had the uh, camera pointed the wrong way. You need your Q-tips. Now we see why Zorana with earrings is more valuable. Right. <laughs> Got spy stuff. Yeah. So if that thing just disintegrated around them, how did they get out of there? That's a good point. I don't I mean, I guess the I hate not... this pillow. Ah, to get, ah. to get a ride. This pillow is hard and seculent. 
Alpine's like, don't worry about it. Captain America will be here to break us out any minute. Look, Alpine got a line. That makes Alpine pretty important. How much were they paying Lee Weaver that Alpine got lines in the movie? Kind of cool to see Gung Ho with a real Marine tattoo in the middle of his chest. Well, they don't have to avoid a brutal chest cut. I'm just saying. One of the greatest disappointments of my career was putting out a brand new sculpt Gung Ho figure and they put the tattoo starting on his neck. Yeah. <laughs> now, now Jinx has some words for HR. Right. Falcon just transferring over from Tailhook. Right. Hands off the merchandise. <laughs> should should be trying to dislodge a, a red boot from various parts of his anatomy right about now. I don't think you needed to call her sweet cheeks. That was a little much. No, no, it was nice legs for a grease monkey soldier. That's that was the line. So he didn't he didn't really really say anything more who's a who's a beast now that nemesis enforcer couldn't get through that barrier and python is like whatever bro yeah he's there for the heavy lifting he's here he's here to take out gung-ho and and propel himself up the card yeah this is pretty much uh thanos whipping the hulk's ass right and you're like oh we've we've already we've already seen him dismiss roadblock you know, one of the Joe's resonant muscle guys. Yeah. Now we're going to get to see him take out the other one. Gung Ho, truly a badass. Yeah. I mean, what what is that all about, man? That is that is laying it down. That is separate. He, he just reconnected the electronic thing by putting his hand on both live wires. Good for you. Right. Somewhere off screen, Flash is like, hey. <laughs> I'm not just the laser guy. I'm the electronics guy, and maybe. Yeah, I, I think when the when the dude with the giant bat wings shows up, I think Flash is okay letting them handle this. <laughs> Probably here goes Roadblock again. Get another little jolt. No, hey, he just caught Alpine. I mean, that's uh, that is, that is his his uh, uh what's what's the what's the two on one match? That's his uh handicap. That's his hand his three on one handicap on his way to the Intercontinental Title. Mainframe do the most athletic thing he's ever done. Right, yeah. right. Uh, Mainframe and Airtype both snapping their ankles, jumping from the second floor. Out of the second story window. Here you go. Have some trilobites. Oh. Why did they blow up? Was that a lift ticket? It was yeah. lift ticket on a sled, no less. Lift ticket, airtight. Good seeing you guys. That's the end of you in this movie. Cobra's escaping. Quick, lift ticket. To the rocket sled. No. <laughs> to the low crawl vehicle. The look, exact opposite of what you need to be in. Look, if he's the, the first, helicopter. If he's the first guy out there, let him get on the sled. Lift ticket's spoiling for a fight. Come on. Lift ticket does show up later though. Right? Because I mean get, he's got a, he's, he's got a fairy falcon, you know, to Yeah. Do we yeah, get yeah. more low light? I forget. Um, I don't know if he says anything, but I'm pretty sure he shows up. Well, he's, he's traumatized as a child, so yeah, he, he doesn't say much. I have to I have to give them credit for the creativity they're showing with all this uh, organic technology crap. 
Right, right. It's it's weird. It, it's it, it's like the Flintstones on a bad trip. You know, it's, <laughs> it's it, it, you do not want to see their baby elephant vacuum cleaner. Hey, Fred, try some of this. <laughs> it's a living. Hey, Fred, how about passing over one of them Winston's? <laughs> Oh look, it's the great clean flavor, Bond. Look, look at this guy. I got an idea. We'll put him in a giant, like cyber gross rolling bowling ball. It'll yeah, now awesome. this is this is probably an unnecessary use of yeah, this, uh, there are there are no boundaries when G.I. Joe meets Lovecraft. Just that is that. that is very much the definition of it's a living. Yeah. <laughs> Because you know that dude's crushing at least at least a couple of them. Yeah. Now we now we know why Serpenta was so mad. He had crabs. He's got to be four hundred pounds. He's just squishing some of those little weird roach things. I bet you all of Globulus's uh, Tinder photos are waist up. Yeah. 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 Those abs are killer, though, man. Yeah. Well, I... all all of mine benders are waist down, if you know what I mean. In my head, I have to stop myself from hearing wah, 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 oh, I know. either one of his lines. How, how, I, you know, I always wanted to ask them, you know, for the G.I. Joe movie, how many, how many times did you have to fight the urge to go, hey, Burgess, could you? Wah, 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 wah. Right. I'm sure. Who's that guy in the background? Holy smokes. Yeah, there's some. It's, de it's Dead Man. I think it's Dead Man. There's some, some weird albino dudes hanging around. There's nothing wrong it's, with weird albino dudes, by the way. It's, it's the albino dudes from the new Dune movie. This is their this is their on screen debut. I dude, I I saw the trailer or come up on that in my feed, and I'm like, wow, wow I thought it was called Dune 2. Not a chance in hell I'm gonna see this movie. Oh. Mm. I saw the first one. Yeah, it kind of sucked. I saw the I saw the one with Sting. With Sting. When I walked into that movie, they handed me a table of contents. No, I mean a glossary. A glossary of terms on the way in to the theater. And I'm like, even as like, I don't know what I would have been, like a fifth grader or whatever. And I was like, what is this? I got homework for the movie? Uh, here, here's here's a moment again where the, the command structure is oddly intact. As you see the guys who are actual officers. Yeah. Rock rock and roll, baby. Your cameo for rock and roll and tripwire. Key key members of the team. Makes you wonder why they're not, you know, trussed up by vines in a cave somewhere. Yeah. Well, tripwire was looking pretty casual, I'll be honest with you. Oh, the bad half. There's Slipstream and Wild Bill and guy, guys who are... Well, Wild Bill's kind of an officer, but he's a chief warrant officer. But so he's he's in between enlisted and officer, like an officer ranks higher. But he's he's gonna have some say. I think. he's higher than an enlisted. I didn't recognize Slipstream with a uh, pale colored nose. Right. I know how he became an officer. <laughs> you gotta get that brown off of there once you get your uh, once you get your your your, your pins. Oh, Sting! It's Sting! <laughs> <laughs> a 
that's uh that's pretty cool that charlie adler got to have a line yeah oh good you sent the sleep deprived psychotic to come get me look he's dependable yeah Oh, First no. pearl ever. Right. <laughs> Come on now, he's the best pearl ever. I wish there were, th- I wish there were three of you so I could hate you even more. Come on, <laughs> I wish you were triplets so I could hate you even more. I always wondered what happened to the tops bubble gum when you were done with it. Yeah. Look, that, that's a great use for it, because that's, that's the stickiest shit alive. That's some bad stuff right there. You makes bazooka look good. I mean, bazooka's the same stuff. Is it? So, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's no big league chew. That's all I know. Bazooka's made by Tops. Dude, that's right. The only thing lower than Tops gum, especially if you bought an old pack, right? Like a couple of years old. I got an 85 Tops pack. I'm going to open it. Uh, Fruit Stripe. There's nothing worse than Fruit Stripe. No, fruit oh. stripe. It's like two chews gone, and it tastes God. like an old tire. It goes That's from it. it goes from flavor to old tire. And uh, it, yeah, I don't believe the gum has flavor. I think they just spray a little flavor on the outside. Yeah, it, it's like chewing yeah. on an old balloon. It's terrible. Oh, hey, Monk French. We've we've suddenly been transported to another cartoon. Yeah, this one narrated by Sir David Attenborough. Here we see the mammoth in its native. Climate. Being launched here, we see the mammoth being launched into a space shuttle. Those mammoths have come a long way. I'm glad that the space shuttle program was able to get its first mammoth pilot before it was shut down. <laughs> We're just going to be young, young nobleman. And now the origin of Cobra Commander nobody likes. Yep. Right. Look, we, we like the car salesman origin because it scares the shit out of us. And because we're living it today. Yeah. Yes. Because this is the darkest timeline. Anyways. What if Cobra Commander became president? Well, <laughs> well he, he probably, we've probably seen worse. Look, it's airborne in the right clothes. Get out of here. And man, Friggin- he's, he's hauling. He's running faster than a Jeep. Friggin' six helicopters, and there's airborne running outside of a jeep. Okay. Well, he had just rappelled down, like on his car. Yeah, I'm about to say he jumped out of it, landed on the ground, and and now he's assaulting. I guess if you had wheels like airborne, you'd probably want to be running. Yeah. Back in your clam. Nice to see Wild Bill and Glenda and the and the crew getting those choppers in there. That's right. Leave Glenda alone, man. And Zap. Zap. Zap was a chopper. Well, we're on that five card to say Zap flying a chopper. Who am I missing? Updraft and uh, lift Flint, ticket. Flint, Flint windmill. Flint. All right. Windmill. Flint could push the windmill. Stand. Windmill didn't need a helicopter. He had his backpack. He had his windmill backpack. And he had space pads. You know, say say what you will. This is still a, this is still a better plot device than we got in Rise of Cobra. Mm. Yeah. This is still better than Rise of Cobra. This this is a suitable plot device 
this like this is this is a worthy of Cobra type plan. I have to give give Cobra Law some credit here. Yeah, they're not just trying to blow up all the world's money. <laughs> Look, that was awesome. I love that episode. Love it. Money to burn, fantastic. It's it's no uh, you know race the train of gold thing, but uh, I, you know, with with the super powered choo choo in the deserts of Kentucky, but it's up there. The painted deserts of Kentucky. Look at them polar motor vipers. I'm digging them. Look, man. Telling you, next Haslab. Yep. It's, it's cold out there. They need a jacket. Those motor vipers had those, you know, speed skating suits on, man. They, their nipples are going to fall off. That seems to be a recurring theme today. We seem we seem obsessed about nipples falling off, and by we I mean me. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, don't loot, don't don't drop me and Mark into your. You're thinking it. Is this the same evil pumpkin he fell prey to as a child? Yes. Ah, oh, come on. What's it's the point? A job. What's the point in having like a battle helmet like that if it doesn't filter out air? Oh, dude, he's right. It's altered beast. Right. I mean, Rise from your grave. <laughs> beast. Wow. Beast. Deep pull. I like that. It's Time with the boss. The snake unresponsive. Great line from Galobulus there. Seems a tad melodramatic. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Love it. Who's flying this thing? Yeah, both of them. Both of them. Both of them. Is that Mike, is that Mike on the correct side? I forget. I think so. Sure. I'm just not used to seeing it with the figure, right? So. There you go. <laughs> People say Love you never. People who say you never win a match with a big boot, I disagree. Lift tickets finisher right there. Bam! If, if Joe Slepsky is watching, and he's not, uh, that needs to be his finisher in your lift ticket for WWE 23. Yeah. The boot. Big boot. But only to the ass. Right. Look, man, it's a wrestling match. There's people moving around. Just get your big boot in wherever you can. What do you call hey, that move? Get, dude, get the hell guy. out of my chopper. What do you oh, think of that guy, Mike? Your favorite. Uh, he sucks. Look at this. Eat it, Falcon. I'm he, must have had, he must have had some prime dirt to be able to, to exact, like you say, to cut a deal to keep him at 11 worth. Taurus just cut that pistol in half without dislodging it from his grip. Yeah. <laughs> nice lightsaber. Oh, the full Nelson. No one's ever broken it. Oh, it's over. <laughs> Beats running him into a turnbuckle. Bobby lashes like pussy. Ah, uh, Sarge. I'd be grouchy too if I had to live with Mercer. Yeah. He sucks. He's the worst. 
But you well, I mean, Taurus, Taurus and Red Dog, totally fine. They're okay, yeah. I don't know about Red Dog. I mean, here's the thing. You find out that he's like a crazed lunatic ex-football player, but he was a kicker. Sounds like he was a sounds like he was a punter, no less, which just means he's this <laughs> right, punter's a little different. <laughs> he's this universe's Pat McAfee, and it works. He even wears yeah. the same number. I believe the uh, kicker on that team was Lip Ticket. You know, Taurus. He's a Taurus is a is a Turkish acrobat. You need more of those guys in your life. Oh yeah, it's, I'm 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 completely buying what Taurus is selling. You know, crazy but, crazy European circus folk. Right. Look Numbers. at that flat top. Oh wow, Mercy Ivan Drago! You're the worst. He spit on a scorpion. Absolutely the worst. He just bit his pugil stick. Yeah, right. well, it's a delicious. Well. It's a delicious mocha flavored pugil stick. So yeah, apparently they sell those at Arby's. You you know have we done have we must have done it on the show at some point most popular Joe you hate because I know I got bikes and I got uh, Joe Colton's that's pretty easy right right yeah I don't know if we have covered that one I don't uh, we'll have to save that we don't want to give that away now yeah well, think of a Joe I really hated although so anyway the renegades are kind of there we we don't we don't necessarily have to give that away now I mean to talk about something else. Yeah, yeah I, well, I should have workshopped it live, right? Because there's uh, eight other eight other podcasts are going to do that next week, right? So that's <laughs> fine. Right. We'll fix this in post. Right. Right. I, you guys don't know how many times I have brilliant ideas that Mike has to edit out. It's harder to do live. Yeah. They can't keep us in here. We're the cool kids. Right. Yes, they can, Roadblock. Yes, they can. Just you wait. Roadblock ain't going out like that. No. He's, he's still a contender for this U.S. championship, and you can't right. stop. Where the hell is Flint, by the way? He's he's with Iceberg and Lifeline trying to yeah. find they're work. they're trying to find uh you know they're trying to find these guys who are almost who have almost escaped. I think I wouldn't. I think twice about leaving Lady J alone with Quick Kick. I'm just saying. He's got his jacket on. They, the 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 Lady Killers. Yeah. Which is probably his name for his abs are covered. Bam, bam, bam. Oh, no jacket. Roadblocks ripping shit off the walls and beating them with it. Because he's Roadblock. He's Roadblock, and he's not giving up this belt without a fight. Damn it! Right. He's hitting them with a tooth, which is technically not a foreign object, right? Right. Well, maybe okay. if it's somebody else's tooth. You ent they oh, entered the ring with that tooth. Danhausen used to hit guys with like a, a a small jar of teeth and claimed it wasn't a foreign object because it came from the human body. <laughs> Pretty good. Well, this this is uh this is terrifying if you're a child. Giant, giant vine things just, just reach out and grab you, and that's the end of you. I mean, what happens if they need a snack? I don't think they care. They're just stuck up there. Maybe I like that he picked up from Commander by the throat. That's all. Right. right. Cobra Commander's got enough in the tank that he can still talk. We got a bargain. Play it straight or dare. 
Again, credit credit to these guys for coming up with a legitimate reason for A, Roadblock not to get captured again, and B, a way to get out of there. Mm-hmm. So this is all plausible within the construct of what we're dealing with here. It's not just, you know, oh, Roadblock fell through a hole in the floor. Yeah. Right. Oh, and here we go. Tonight's uh, penultimate main event. Goes with the foreign object. Oh, oh, oh the mist. The mist. Oh. Roadblock still dealing. With the Judas effect elbow. That was nice. It's well done. Yeah, Nemesis Enforcer is kind of an asshole, right? Because he showed he can beat up every man in the world except one. Right. And he this is a guy whose ass he already kicked one-on-one? Right. He already bench-pressed a tank and beat he, this guy. He, he had the element of surprise, then Roadblock's ready for him. Right. And he, he went under- with the mist. But look, beat him with both eyes tied behind his back. But Roadblock got away with him. So clearly he knew what, that he was dealing with somebody who is who is just a bit above normal humans. I mean, it's, it's somebody, classic. Somebody more competent than Quick Kick, Snake Eyes, and Lady J combined. It's Don't classic forget, little guy versus no big guy, machine. right? Not sure. But there's yeah. no eye machine at the gym. No. <laughs> And polar expert Dusty. Right. Look, I get it. You some sometimes you 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 have to do a mission that's outside your specialty. I, I'm not Dude, they, they fed Dusty this, to the carpet ticks. Them swimming down that river totally gave me like a dragon's lair flashback, right? And earlier, when when it paused for a second, when Big Lob was on the swinging on the vine towards the fire, totally gave me a dragon's lair flashback. Oh man, he's having a tough day. Yeah, who votes we get out of here? The eyes haven't. Ah, oh. oh. like you are so beautiful to me because he's blind. Go ahead, carry her across the threshold. It's a lovely story. It's like the end of What's Opera, Doc. <laughs> Man, tell you, 80s cartoons never stopped with the body horror, did they? You're, you're the always, 80s movies never stopped with the body horror. You're always getting turned into something else. That, that Cobra Command. Like I was I was not a young child when this came out. I was I was well on my way. But man, the Cobra Commander into a snake thing just it freaked me out. It's where they're eating raw ribs. Right. Right. You tell him, Sarge. Oh, right in the face. He's a dick. You tell him. Eyes up here. The Red Dog, team player. You you help him out there, McAfee. You get him. Yeah, that's also called a wedgie, but okay. Yeah. Or a Melvin. It's pretty right. close to the front. <laughs> or from the side. Is there... Is there a, a term? Is that's called a, I think if you if you create the move, you get the name, and I believe that's the red dog. There you go. The side wedgie. There you go. The side wedgie. So if that if that rule holds, Mark, what's the Weber? Oh, that's a good call. Uh, 
It has to be moving the pole vault path six inches to the left, doesn't it? <laughs> That's my finisher. It's hard to pull off. That's, I, I don't know, man. Tim Roberts might be out there claiming that one. So, my old buddy at McFarland, John Goff, had a had a fight move he used like twice in his life, but it was it was the two hands on the shoulder and then pull him into the knee, and he right. called it he called it Goff Kundo. <laughs> <laughs> Baroness doing the spy thing, being all hot. Come on yeah. now. That ain't fair. And all apparently you have to do to get into GI Joe headquarters is climb the fence. Right. Right. Look, or, or, be, a, or be a hot be a hot woman. If that yeah. if that chick's hanging around the motor pool, everybody's noticing her. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. All she had to do was just basically climb over the fence and say, Hey, my ball's in the yard. Mine too. Her. Ew. On the way out, she was slowed down because she had to pass by like Scarlett Johansson and Margot Robbie and you know, all the other hot girls who wandered in the show headquarters. Right, right. The the ones who were who were who were keeping everybody distracted. Yeah. Look at Mercer. He's so valuable. Yeah. He's a tool. Like they didn't change those those codes the instant he defected. Like like he knew those codes to begin with. He was a viper. Yeah. He was the. The equivalent of dude off the street. I like that they're going in without weapons, except there's knives dripping off each one of them. Right. No weapons, just just knives and grenades. Strata Vipers, all saving up for their turtlenecks. Bunch of white dudes. Telling you. Talking about racism and hiring. Yeah, no, nothing good comes from a, a crowd of white dudes that big. Nothing good. <laughs> Eventually, HR leaned on the Stratoviper corner like, look, there's this thing called diversity. And they're like, look, Raven. Yeah, I mean, it, it, she defected. That's on her. Yeah. <laughs> hey, do you think she and Mercer would make a cute couple? Probably. There you go. Look at this. Hurricane Rana. Kind of. Man, don't mess with them Turkish acrobats. Hey, Jesus. where'd you go? Oh, TV title is his. It's so weird how the strike goes down the whole side of the Viper's leg. That's hard to recreate. Apparently. No What's weapons. It? First thing they do. Let's get some weapons. Well, let's not get crazy. What's important is, Mark, you're not bitter. Sergeant Slaughter's kind of a jerk, too. Ruining poker night and all. Right. Oh, it's Falcon. Hang up. Yes. Look at that. What a man. <laughs> Let me hit you with a garage door. <laughs> this shipping container from Hong Kong. You chew on this, Cobra. Kind of ironic that Sergeant Slaughter had to use a foreign object to win that match. Okay. Okay, dude. Yeah, he should be dropped. Come on now. Isn't that how Slaughter beat the Sheik in the boot camp match? Didn't he drop a shipping container on him? I think so. He hit him with a garage door. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, look, he, he borrowed Flint's gun. Dude, he just blew up a stun with a handgun. I'm saying, I think that's going to be my takeaway from this viewing is Red Dog didn't get enough credit. 
she invented a, he invented a new version of the wedgie blew up a stun with a pistol hey we didn't slap you around when you were here we all go home and nobody goes home unless you're stuck in a mountain they're paintbrushing in which case we just let you get strapped up and bound to a giant vine Alfred's quite manly too there he was bleeding upside down yeah hard to bleed His blood up. defies gravity here he comes must, bane he must be rick oh, flair that's the point <laughs> That's pretty cool that he runs up and throws the gun away. Let's go. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Didn't see you, that may not, you may not feel it now, but in about 24 hours, boy, lunch is going to suck. Right. Yeah. <laughs> On the other hand, uh, his teeth have never been so clean and white. I believe Serpentor ran from Red Dog right there. Whoa. Maybe Falcon's the most manly. Facehuggers are notoriously hard to remove. Well, I, I think what happened is that facehugger got a, a enough of a taste of Sarge that it died. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. After not seeing off screen, that facehugger rolled over, and seconds later, its stomach exploded, and a small sergeant slaughter jumped out. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my baby. <laughs> And, and little Sarge was like, you'll taste that for a week. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. Everybody everybody likes a devil fish. Let's go. Oh, I wish I awesome. had a devil fish. Yeah. There's one almost within arm's reach. Wonder, there's that new... Uh... Oh, shoot. I forgot the name of the toy. The first-person shooter. They got a little boat out that's pretty good for six-inch shows. That could be a devil fish. Fortnite. Fortnite. Yeah. No, it really can't. No. No. Does uh, Does anybody in whatever that game is the the kids are playing today that Candy Crush thing or whatever? The Candy Crush. These kids today and their diversions. Does anybody in this movie get more camera time without actually doing anything than Destro? Yeah. I mean, he's every he's always there. Occasionally he points. But th that's it. That's all we get. And we just saw a bunch of Havocs roll out and then cross country on a, on a recon sled. Okay. Okay. I wonder if Slipstream's on a road toad right about now. Yeah. <laughs> he's manning the coastal defender. Come on, guys. Let's go find Chuckles' voice. I'm right here. Told you. Me somewhere Ursula's cackling that her plan has worked. <laughs> <laughs> Poor unfortunate. <laughs> the dog has more lines than Chuckles. Yeah. Right. Even low light. Hey. Low light got a word. I haven't watched this in a long, long time. Remind me, does Snake Eyes do anything in this movie? No, he, he gets captured. Got captured. He was part of the group that stuck to vines. But even when they busted out, I didn't see him do any cool ninja kicks or anything. He, he, he cut a couple of vines with his sword, and then they overpowered him. There's CoverGirl as a redhead, as she should be. Oh, the Flash Junior Varsity just got wiped out. I think that was his one moment in this this picture. 
I did find a second occurrence of Flash in this movie after years of meticulous study, by the way. I'll point it out to you when it comes up. He's still on top of the helicopter. Well, of course. Oh, what a man, what a man, what a man. Of course he is. Look, the man's got what a mighty dead man. Grip in strength. The, in, the, in, the back, in the background, lift ticket just arrived at the hangar. Like, what the fuck? What the? Yeah, it should. Yeah, head down, Chuckles. Come on now. <laughs> Chuckles never skips hands day. Is it possible he had a, he had a death wish? <laughs> I'm going to go grab a missile and run with it. I'm going to hang on top of a copter with my head up. He's perhaps the, the worst kind of stereotype that we're, uh, that we're uh, placing in this man's army. He should oh, be dead there. He just rode a helicopter through a building on the outside. And he's the first one up. Chuckles was like, are you guys okay? I would ask, except I cannot speak. Yes. Got a, a quick footloose sighting there. Was he turning it loose? He was in an awe striker, so probably. Yeah, they're just coming out I like you, awesome. but, I, but, but I gotta say, you don't really have your players in the best positions to win. I'm just gonna... Give you a little positive fee or constructive criticism. Well, there's something. Oh, here come the Chitari. We need to. Uh, oh, there's more roadblock. Does that count as grunt or was that just a green shirt? I think it was a green shirt. I think it was a, a, the rare green shirt sighting in this picture. But I, truthfully, considering we haven't seen any of them to this point, it might have been grunt. Scarlet's having a rough day. Not as rough of a day as Duke's about to have, but... Get some more Dune there. references here. Apparently, Duke hit the ground running there. I want to know what the... What what theme song they're giving those worm things when they try to sell them in the commercial. Cobra now giant. Now I'm talking. Your way. Cobra giant worm will ruin your day. They look like tube worms. Some kind of tube worm. Yeah. Look at this. Out of my way, peasant. That U.S. title is mine. Look, oh, look at that. The, the silver mirage just broke. He's yeah. easily taken apart. <laughs> oh, worm food. Apparently, Duke had that rare nuclear. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got the, the really souped up silver mirage. This isn't how I remember Tremors at all. Right. But, okay. Night Raven's badass. I don't care what where you're at. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. It truly is. Felt hey, how'd you like to ride on the side of a tank without holding on and fire a bazooka <laughs> while it's going full speed? That'll go well. And, and what's I more, mean, not only that, it's a bazooka that looks like a trombone. <laughs> It's it's he's carrying more armament than that tank has. Jesus, did you see that more shot from Serpentor? Serpentor. No wonder Serpentor didn't show up again. He was embarrassed. Right. Yeah. Sure. He, he hit that thing on the fly. Trigonometry is nothing to to Serpentor. History is great. Falcon on the ground. 
history's greatest leaders could handle that sort of uh, geometry. That was Falcon on the ground, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't recognize him with all that camo. Yeah. Leave it, leave it your chest, dude. He's going to be okay. Uh, it looks like a flesh wound. It really doesn't look like much. Tis but to scratch it. If we've learned nothing from Hollywood movies, don't pull the projectile right out, right? Leave it right. in there till the doc gets there. Right. But Falcon's kind of a dumbass, so yeah. maybe not. He's a medic! <laughs> Somewhere Philip Michael Thomas is like, I wouldn't have done that, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Philip Michael Thomas is like, I'll be in the sequel. <laughs> Fal Falcon is concerned because he's he uh, he's he's there with Duke and he's looking for a heartbeat. More rock and roll. I didn't looking remember rock and roll showing up this often. He hadn't he ain't done much, but no, no, but he's at, he hadn't done much on the show either. So, did you notice Duke was suddenly bleeding from the other side of his chest? That's awesome. It splattered. Duke, we can't find your heartbeat. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Oh. <laughs> oh, and just like that, Iron Man dies. Right. Now he's he's as uh, Scarlet gave us the, the the terrible news. He slipped into a coma. I just wonder what uh, what BJ Ward and and. Uh, uh, we're, we're thinking when they when they had them re-record that line, you know. Yeah, right. Really? Look at Hawk crying in GI Joe. It, it bothers me that that if if Duke was supposed to die in that scene, Scarlet took it really well. Mm -hmm. Perhaps a little too well. Because you know, Snake Eyes is pretty well rested right about now. Right, Snake Eyes is strapped to a vine. Snake Eyes ain't doing nothing. Maybe. Maybe she likes that. I'm just saying. Yeah, possible. Possible. I'm just saying lift tickets got a better chance at this point. Toll booth has a better chance at this point. Tiger Force toll booth. Tiger Force. Well, Tiger Force toll booth is the height of fashion, so he's in. <laughs> he is the Hollywood fashion plate. That's true. If Tiger Force was a thing yet, it would have happened. By the way, uh, Galobulus, sir, um, no offense, but your wristwatch sucks. Yeah, that's uh Oregon baby. That was an O. Uh, Oregon was one of the first teams because remember they had those crappy, ridiculous jerseys forever to do the O on the uh, palms of the receiver glove. So right. this stuff that everybody does yeah. now, I don't know that it started with Oregon, but they were one of the first. It so it might or Oregon is in Phil Knight's back pocket. So yeah, I mean yeah. he and he pays for everything. Yeah, and and by the way, the Nike people are all are responsible for lots of dumb crap like that. So could be. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, I have a friend of mine. I'm not going to name, uh, who likes who got into tattoos, who loves Boba Fett and graduated U of O, and I'm not saying that he has Boba Fett doing the U of O thing all the way up his shin. Ugh. But I didn't might. look. I don't know this guy, Mark, and I'm assuming it's a guy. I, big assumption, I know. But um, 
I like that angers me, and it really shouldn't. I, mean, <laughs> I, more angry. I, didn't, I didn't know Boba Fett graduated U of O. Good for him. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's oh boy. He's clearly not beaver material. He couldn't have gone to Oregon. Hey, look, there's Flint. <laughs> that was uh, Roadblock inventing the move known as the Tube Snake Boogie. <laughs> no, he's got a lot. We're all his eyes. Oh, that, that was snow. <laughs> Easy, Roadblock. You're with friends, not you, Lifeline. <laughs> right. You're with friends, not you, you pacifist son of a bitch. <laughs> look, the pacifism is one thing. But man, he was so sanctimonious about it. Oh yes, yeah. it's the. Oh my god. Oh, Colonel Lifeline. I'm sorry. Wait. <laughs> Just the oh stalker. Stalker knows how to keep his powder dry. Not like. You think if they'd have used more of the badasses, this might have gone better for the Joes? A little more stalker, a little more snake eyes, a little more beachhead. I want to know how that's that snow cat is being driven by you know with hawks standing on the seat. I think I just saw the back of Leatherneck. Yeah, he was he's he's popped up a couple spots. Where's Flash? I ain't seen him. I don't uh, know, but I'll point him out when he shows up again. We'll be quick about it. He does we're, show, look, we're assaulting a hidden evil empire with one snow cat. Right. It's gonna have to be quick because it's it's a quick sighting, but it's there. How'd you like to be this man? We're attacking this polar fortress. We have one snow cat. Hey, frostbite, I'm driving. Right. Shove over, frostbite. <laughs> kind of my thing, but okay. Falcon's like, I once caught a fish this big. big. <laughs> We're getting down to a very paltry list of Joes that can actually move their legs. <laughs> Uh, just pop him some Advil. He'll be fine. Rub I some. Love that, I love that Lifeline just doesn't go. I, I I can't even imagine the physiology of that thing. He's like, no, yeah. it's pretty much irreversible. Oh, good. I'm glad that you were fully trained in mutant biology. Right. <laughs> in exogenetics. Yeah. Let's be honest. Like we we just <laughs> talked about that guy being kind of an a hole. He didn't know. For he a didn't dis know. a different and heretofore undiscovered species. Yeah. Because these Cobra Law guys, they're not really human, are they? No. Yeah, but Lifeline knows that that's irreversible. He didn't know. He's just a dick. He's completely trained to a snake. Now how do we know where to go? Ugh. Creepy. Get our there he goes. cavalcade of, of, uh, of stars here. Flint, Roadblock, Iceberg, and the Rookie guys. Oh, boy. <laughs> the Rookies. You know, that was actually more Swamp Fires than they ever sold. <laughs> no, because I've seen on eBay, you know, parts lots where it's 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 like parts of eight or nine Swamp Fires and none of them, like you can't make one complete one. <laughs> I guess every kid played with that one hard, right? Like they didn't really care if that broke. I have nothing against the swamp fire. Like it, it's fine for what it is in this world, but yeah, not nothing great about it either. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't terrible, but yeah. The dreadnoughts needed some more stuff. It didn't really work as a dreadnought vehicle for me, but 
You trust any dreadnought flying a helicopter? Like no, no, not at all. I mean, really, we barely trust them driving the Thunder Machine. I like the 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 Thunder Machine was good. I I like the dreadnought trike, the big. Yeah, big, yeah, that that seems very dreadnoughty. Big bird, well, very thing that it, it very, is. Ro- very road warrior, right? And they're all Australian, yeah. so all right. Yeah, the, the air skiff was okay with Zanzibar; it was fine. But I'm gonna have to give Flint a lot more credit as a chopper pilot because he just caught Big Lob. <laughs> Not bad. Hard to do in a chopper. It's Flint, man. You don't mess with Flint. Yeah, I mean that is a, Look, that is his secondary military specialty. There, there's all kinds of guys who who got the spotlight from Flint as this show went on, but none of, not one of them was as cool as Flint. Don't yeah. kid yourself. Hey, Leatherneck! Oh, a double clothesline with wetsuit, no less. Baroness just took it in the face. Right. <laughs> Karate kick from Beachhead. Uh, Beachhead was a bad dude. He was like low tide, bitch. Oh. When, they, when they gave him the chance. He, he did good. Was that barbecue? Yeah. There's a snake. Bringing up the back with sci-fi. The snake is like, your green is Scotty. <laughs> Neon bastard. Hey, it's, it's Lord Sparklefingers. Oh, boy. Going to bring it down. Where's Zool? Right. Oh, now who didn't see that coming? Obviously, that was a prey mantis bridge. I love this, this moment. I love it, frankly. Just Sark this... gives up, whacks it. Let's go. Love it. The rejected bridge layer designs. Run across this dead thing's neck. It looks stable. Ooh. All right, that one, I didn't see coming. I'll be honest. Ooh. Well, see ya. Now, this is disturbing. Get out of there, Drax. <laughs> <laughs> I dig it. That's gross. I love and the, the maniacal laughter that's coming yeah. after it. It's like, what yeah. the heck? He went mad in there. No, yeah, he just look, broke. Look, <laughs> he this just is, broke. This is a crazy day, okay? So <laughs> whatever you got to do to get out, you you do it. And if, if, if that means laughing maniacally as you, you blast your way through the side of a slug. <laughs> he so, just He just lost it. I like that the three killer death worms had uh, had chuckles completely isolated, but you know he braided that shit like ten seconds later, yes. right? Come on now. This is a world where where bazookas are laser weapons, so he doesn't have to stop and reload. That's true. It didn't work as good for her as it did for the Sarge. Well, no, mm. Sarge has more meat behind that there. Just the Sarge can uh, he eats Buicks for breakfast. And this seems this seems to be a long way to go to keep the BET out of Tyler Perry's hands. But I guess I mean far better him than Cobra. So Oh, and now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the main event. Yeah, somehow Fal- Falcon is way above his spot on the card. Yeah. Falcon's, Falcon's like half brother. This this is like if if they decided the Disco Inferno was getting a world title match. 
And it's not that Falcon shouldn't be important to this part of the movie, but they've been selling him as a goober for so much. Yeah. You haven't seen any moment where Falcon was suddenly good at his job. No, he was just even even with the with the uh the the renegades, like he was the guy that got captured. Like, come on now. But they toughened him up. That's right. I'm, I'm sure. He learned from Mercer how to be a man. <laughs> a man with a bad haircut. <laughs> he a learned man. those illegal the illegal ninja moves, red dog. A uh, man with a renegade. An impossibly implausible backstory. Dude, if he reached over on Serpentor and gave him the red dog right now, that'd be awesome. He'd show he was paying attention at Renegade's camp. Looks over at Red Dog, gives him the thumbs up. Right. Red Dog does the Mega Force. See, Falcon ain't falling in no coma. Give him no. give credit where credit's due. He is an officer. Flip. Get with it, Duke. You wuss. Oh, I knew this dinner napkin would come in handy. Thank God we went to Olive Garden. Thank goodness. Look at this. He's back from the dead. No! Not too many golden snakes hanging around the Arctic. I right? guess that's oh. you on the spot, right? I never thought I'd get to use the word Arumvaros on the show, but that's pretty good. <laughs> Look it up, kids. <laughs> She's badass enough to take out a pterodrome, but one, What's chick, a, one chick with a blindfold. Oh, no. Yeah. What's on Joe Mind, the only show using the word Arumvaros today? And probably for oh! the... Probably for the entirety of Cobra Convergence 7. She just, she just okie doke. I thought, oh, this is awesome. This guy, yeah, has, up to this point, has been untouchable and unable to injure at all. Invulnerable. And then Sarge just goes nuts on him. <laughs> he just gets sick house on his ass. What would make this better is that, that he turned turned and uh, just tagged Randy Savage in to get the big elbow. <laughs> He goes all Brock Sampson on him. Oh. Didn't break the antenna. No. Oh, but he, did knock, he did knock it loose. So no capes. That's it. And right now, Edna Mode is going. <laughs> this is why. <laughs> no capes. This is on her highlight reel. Yeah. She almost got the Serpentor gig, but she lost out and. That's why he was, I need a cape. This I command long enough to flow over my air turbine intake. No capes done. Oh, look at this. Now he's an even less attractive toy. Right. S seldom mentioned in the incredible series is that Edna mode is also no bulbous leg replacements. Darling. <laughs> <laughs> is it possible? Edna mode was related to the Baroness. It's possible. The glasses are there. The weird nebulous accent is there. Yeah, right. Little sister, perhaps, right? If if only they had made this, you know, Globulus this cool of a toy, right? Like just this Globulus when, is badass. When he breaks out, dude, just give him legs. 
than the toy might sell. But come on, I, I, they just they just they couldn't make good on that design, right? No. Like the 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 bendy but not bendy, yeah, snake yeah. body. Just just it, it's not a bad idea. They just couldn't do it well. It's a problem in execution as opposed to design. Falcon, turning things off for 20 years. Now, now the BET will only be used for reruns of Sisters. <laughs> and Providence. And and Hello Larry. Oh, boo. Well, come on now. Nobody's showing Hello Larry. That's the, That was their backup plan. No, not yet. I mean, it's... it's uh... Look, it's Pete Rose. Even Falcon, yeah. even Falcon's got better hair than Pete Rose. Come on, I yeah. I promise to never use that Pete Rose joke again. You, promise. You, you did no such thing. You can't wait to use that Pete Rose joke again. Just waiting. And oh, spores are getting burned up. Things are going haywire. It's gonna blow. Let's get out of here. Meanwhile, every IT guy ever is saying, I don't know, did you reboot? Did, right. did, you, turn, did you try turning it off? Turn, turn it off. Turn Meanwhile, it off. Thunder's, Thunder's like, hey, that's my belt. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Thunder. Oh, God. Everybody out. Let's go fish Chuckles out of that slug's stomach. Meanwhile, Chuckles... Chuckles has conquered all of Asia by this point. Right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> to the bazooka and a handgun. And He's... and when Chuckles saw the breadth of his domain, he wept, for there were no He's more crazy. worlds to conquer. We catch a look at him fighting the Mongol hordes. He is. Did, did he, has, he has taken, he has taken Tibet this? from the Chinese. I think at did the very get... beginning she had a line. Right. But not a lot of work for And uh, there was your flash sighting, by the way. He was next to Shipwreck. Holy smokes. He figured maybe Shipwreck will talk and I'll be on screen for a while. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Whoa. Should have flash have been like California surfer guy. Actually, I don't know where Lodi, California is, but where's it Lodi? Lodi. 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 And there's a uh, bus. You got to take the 405 all the way up. Buster right? Jet. Be jammed. On, a, on the retake, Buster Jones is upset that Super Friends got canceled. Now oh, he's, look at that! He's got to lie about Duke. He's got to lie about Duke. Apparently, Roadblock's going to be a okay. Duke, Duke's going to be okay, is what they told him. Now, they just didn't want to break their hearts before they came back to base. You said Duke was going to be okay. Are you kidding me? Half of his heart got ripped out by that snake. Yeah. That's that's that snake got in there and just started chewing. And now yeah. our now our sad ending doesn't make any sense. Yeah, <laughs> At least the stars didn't coalesce into a duke face. I mean, you know, just right. <laughs> And again, Scarlet took it really well. I, yeah. I just I, yeah. <laughs> somebody who's supposed to be the main character's main squeeze for two years. She got a scene where she looked a little teary, and that was about it. Greg Berger Here's listed Colin. as Motor Viper. 
which means all the characters he did not in this movie. <laughs> well, now, correct, correct me if I'm wrong. Like, Cutter, Spirit, none of them. Yeah. Has Jennifer Darling made the con circuit ever as the voice of Pythona? I think she popped up somewhere once. I don't know. I mean, every, I, everybody, everybody likes Pythona, right? Right. I, I'm no, I'm no expert on Jennifer Darling, but I, I maybe she does sound kind of familiar, though. I don't know. Maybe she's, maybe she's too busy for the con circuit. But uh, there, there, there are a few that have alluded to this point. Uh, typically, not your big characters, but I mean. Well, I mean for for the longest time, there wasn't anything Pythona for her to sign, right? Like, yeah, right, right. I mean, for there, a, a few of them too are, are sadly no longer with us. So that, that mm -hmm. you know, the guy who uh, who uh, was Lifeline, Stan Wajno, he's been he's been dead for a while. When my kids and I are watching like major movies in the theater now, and we're waiting to see if there's an Easter egg scene. We try to find the most ridiculous sounding names in the credits. Associate, I mean, associate like, story consultant Roger Slifer. That's Ko uh, Abe. I mean, that that man is uh, he's responsible for some questionable cartoon scripts over the years. Questionable if I was Ko Abe, and some comic. Ko Abe, I'd be like, that's not my name. It's what I do. Yeah. F stop. Roger Roger Slifer is the guy who, like, you know, at Marvel when there'd be, you know. A storyline running late. All of a sudden, eh, it's a Roger Sleeper issue. What? Run that brother voodoo backup story. Yeah. <laughs> Rogers had that in the desk for months. Dead Siri. These books can't ship late. Run the inventory story. Extended cut on the G.I. Joe movie theme. Still a banger. Yeah. Can't beat it. Great, great theme music on this movie. That's uh, why we used to, back before we went to, made the transition to YouTube, it's why we used it as our theme song. Brett Vandernagel. Not well, to be confused with Brett Gecko. Painter, Painter Debbie Jorgensborg. That's a good name right there. That Carmen almost sounds Carmen Noriega. That's not bad. I need to... That's the, I, I'll bet you $5 that Debbie Jorgensborg is from Minnesota. Promise you. Middle school. I bet middle school was rough for Virginia Creamer. No. And Mo Lallier. <laughs> it's Lallier. And Steve Aguano, you know, from the Beverly Hills, the Aguano. Of course. You know. Yes. I mean, there's no. He's good. Hey, look, there's Ron Rudet. Yeah. Hey, Ron Rudet. Getting his getting his credit on. I can't say Dave, I'd seen that before. No, Dave Punitz from Hasbro. Great guy. Yeah. Pe people that Mark knows. Barely. Punitz and I only overlapped like two weeks or so. But in my in my first actual meeting, everybody they, they pitched Transformers thing that was garbage. And they went around the room and I kept my mouth shut. And Dave said, What do you think, Mark? I said, <laughs> I think. I, hard think it's to so sell it. I, 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 I was very careful because I didn't know anybody. And I said, I think it's hard to push it as a Transformers item 
if it doesn't transform? And Dave Funitz said, exactly. And I'm like, that was cool. He made sure my voice got heard and he backed up my play so nobody else could crush the new guy. Right. He put you over. So Dave Kunitz, salute. So uh, I know we we didn't talk a whole lot about the movie during the movie. That was tangent theater. Mm. And so I apologize to anyone at home that that does that. But frankly, we've had Rob on the show long enough now that you should all be used to it. Um. Your your overall thoughts on G.I. Joe the movie, 1987's direct-to-video classic. We'll start with you, Racktime Rob. Uh, well, again, probably holds up better than I remember, but still not how you want the old Sunbow to go out. <laughs> uh, how about you, Mark Weber? I mean, I... I yeah, that they always kind of played the hits and they chose the new the new vehicles and the stuff. And as a kid, I liked almost all of it. I just I didn't Cobra Law never connected to me. I yeah. just didn't like it. And the and the concept of it isn't unsalvageable, right? I just the dude in the in the floating Ragnar bowling ball wasn't terribly compelling. Uh, yeah, the, the, the secret society, you know, lost in the Himalayas. That's not Yeah. I mean, that if you was, tell me that this is a this is an escaped lab, you know, an escaped lab's worth of uh, Doctor Mindbender's oopses, you know, I, I'd buy that a little bit more. I mean, the 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 beauty, I think, part of the beauty of GI Joe of the Real American Hero era was that it played five years in the future with the tech, and that it, it did it touched on the super, especially the cartoon on the supernatural and some other things. It didn't always have to be nuts and bolts, diehard shells oh, yeah. bouncing on the ground military but this one even for me it wasn't that it was kind of sci-fi it was just that it was i don't know i I felt it was kind of corny and that was that was hard for me as a kid because i was so excited for the movie so and and yeah there are a couple guys who are massive players that they didn't do much with right destro did nothing snake eyes did nothing uh so, well, yeah, Snake Eyes uh, hardly did anything in the cartoons, but you know that's true. And I realized as an adult that it was because they didn't have to sell Snake Eyes figures, right? Right. Like, and, I mean, Snake, Snake Eyes. Maybe maybe he didn't show up often in the cartoons, but when he did, he was doing something badass. Yeah. And in this one, Snake Eyes showed up to. Uh, he drove Roadblock around on that havoc at the beginning, and then he got captured by vines. So it's it's a bad showing for Snake Eyes, and that's what we're not used to. Yeah, but by the and guys large, who, oh, go ahead, go ahead, Rob. The guys who did the Justice League cartoon always admit that they really handed Superman crap. They handled Superman like crap in the first season because mm-hmm. he became the easy target for. Well, this villain's really bad, so they're going to take out Superman first, right? And so Superman is Superman is basically getting jobbed all through season one, right? But there there were a That's lot kind of, of what they did here. Yeah, I, I guess it's. I know there's a lot of characters to squeeze in. Like you have an hour yeah. and a half of time to play in, so everybody's not going to get a spotlight, right? And this is the commercial for the new characters. Sure, sure, and and truthfully, there weren't that many of them, uh, and and yeah. they didn't do that much, right? Like obviously, mm-hmm. Falcon and Jinx did. Uh, Chuckles got a moment here and there. Law and Order got a moment here and there. Tunnel Rat got a very mo- memorable moment, blowing out the side of a slug. 
and laugh. <laughs> laughing maniacally is his and losing his friggin' mind. Yeah. Right. One of, one of my one of my top five moments of the entire picture, by the way. That, <laughs> I, I'm not faulting him for losing his mind on being half digested before yeah. finding his way to life. But yeah. right, Lo- love Tunnel Rat. Wish they wish they could have done more with him in that movie. Right. Uh, but uh, but it, it does feel like some some of the some of the favorites got got uh, glossed over a bit, and you know whatever. I think that's just that's just us being grump, grump grumpy old men who grew up from being grumpy little kids. Uh, yeah, and I mean you know it's like I said it's it's the commercial for the new characters. Yeah, so. not not wanting to see our favorites relegated to the bin. Uh, but at the same time, as I said earlier, I like this movie more as an adult than I did as a kid. And, and I think it's just you, you get some time, you get some perspective, you understand how how good the animation was. The animation I, quality, I'll I'll give them that. Yeah. It's, re, it's really high. Like yeah. it, it's and, and it very, holds up. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a very dark tone picture, but it's beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. Like even the, the the detail on the tech stuff, the detail on all this the weird Lovecraftian nightmare stuff, it's all top notch. Uh, the the Marvel Sunbow folks were really on on top of their game as far as the animation quality of G.I. Joe the movie. It's like Transformers the movie. It's a beautiful picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't make a ton of sense, but uh, it's a beautiful movie to look at. Final thoughts as we let people go for this fine July 4th weekend to to go and enjoy their the rest of their holiday with their friends, loved ones, and presumably uh, for some of them, the, their last night with all 10 fingers. Right. Um, <laughs> Time, Rob, anything you want to give the folks as a parting parting shot? Uh, just watch the first three minutes on loop. <laughs> Mark Weber. I think there's plenty of people out there who are going to give it give it a nine, give it nine out of ten <laughs> on this July Fourth, <laughs> including Jason Pierre-Paul. Oh, oh, you're doing better than he is. <laughs> too soon. Uh, Evan. <laughs> Too soon. He only gave it seven. He's review bombing it on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, oh. but yeah. Hey, it's, it's it's worth it's worth a watch. It's worth a rewatch. I enjoyed watching it again. Yeah. But yeah, that opening bit, the finest bit of GI Joe entertainment ever. So, the and I think they'll have that maybe forever. So good for you. And it's if tough. that wasn't, it, it's tough to think of a better cartoon opening than that. It's like yeah. that and challenge I'll, of the I'll super friends. It. That's it. <laughs> I'll stack it up with anything. I'll take the Pepsi yeah. challenge with any brand on that bit. Uh, and if it wasn't exciting enough for you, come to Bend, Oregon, watch us turn down pilot meat. It's going to be a good show. There you go. Yeah. And uh, cre- credit to friend of the program, Larry Houston, being the director of that opening sequence there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, yeah, so so that's it. It's, it's uh, G.I. Joe the movie from 1987. We're glad you decided to sit here and watch a bunch of grouchy old men watch it. Uh, give it a give it a watch on its own merit once, uh, and you know make your own opinions too. Uh, let us know what you think. Give us a, a comment down below. Be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel, join us every Tuesday night at nine oh five p.m. on the Superstation uh, for another What's on Joe Mind Team Stream. We're there every week. Hopefully, we'll get Joe Colton back very soon. She's on maternity. Uh, we 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 couldn't. Uh, ba- this this movie was a little too heavy for baby Mango Habanero, but maybe next time. <laughs> so, anyways, that's it for for us here at uh, our various What's on Joe Mine headquarters. 
uh, across the compounds in our great United States. Happy birthday, America. Enjoy your 4th of July. Be sure to join us next time for another wonderful episode of What's On Joe Mind. Remember to pack those fingers in ice. Yeah. Oh, Joe. <laughs> Just leave a message, you know, just because he'll see it when he gets up. Because I didn't want to wake him up for you, like, hey, Mike. Hi. Right. Hey, yeah. We got to do the show. Hi. <laughs> <laughs>